Welcome to Profiles in Risk. This is your host, Tony Canyas. And uh, today we're recording, I think, episode 211. And I say this very often, but I am very excited today uh, <laughs> because I have a, a, a good friend. Uh, I'm going to miss Deidre. thank you. I, I struggle with it. Uh, Deidre Wright. Uh, Deidre, how's, how's it going today? It's going pretty good. I love seeing the struggle because it's like, is it Deirdre or Deidre? It's Deidre. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, and I have bad memory. So I, it's, it's, I, I, and I, I know you've told me how to pronounce it several times and I always struggle. And you, you're not the only person whose name I struggle I let with you it. too. You saw that. I was like, the, let me see. <laughs> this, 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 this happens often. So, so, so Deidre, let's start with the kind of the same way that, that I handle InsureTech founders. Let, let, let's, let's have you give the, the, uh, the, the, the spiel, the commercial for what, you're, for what you're doing, the service that you're offering, and then we'll kind of talk about your background and how you got there. Okay, thank you. So thank you, Tony. It's good to connect with you. So what do I do? I'm, I'm a personal brand strategist, so I help executives and entrepreneurs brand themselves to attract dream careers, dream clients. What does this mean? If you have a job that you want to transition to or that you want to grow into, how do employers know what your skill set is, your value, your worth? How do you negotiate that? Also for businesses, how do you attract clients, generate leads passively so that you are the standout brand, brand in your field? So that's what I help people do. I help them publicize their careers to get the careers and clients of their dreams. Personal brand strategist. Okay, so, so, so let, let me see if, if, if I got this correct. So if I had reached out to you seven years ago and said, hey, I am thinking of becoming the millennials insurance guy and I, I'm thinking on, on Superman branding it, yeah. uh, you could have helped me with that process. By the way, this, this was not a well thought out process. This happened largely <laughs> by accident. But if I had had the brilliant idea, uh, I could have go, go, gone to you and, and, and basically gone and helped to do it properly. Am I getting yeah, that correctly? That's correctly. So basically I have a simple framework. I like simple because too much is just too much. So I help you clarify and define what success is for you. I help you establish credibility and communicate that to, uh, to others. I help you network with supporters of your success because your network is your network. And lastly, brand yourself as a leader and build that reputation so you're known in your industry as the top dog in your field. So there, there, there are elements of, of, of career coaching in there. You're not calling yeah. yourself career coach, I don't think, but there are elements of like trying to figure out what success is for you and, and, and how to do it. That, that's very much career coaching in my mind. Yeah, I call myself a hybrid between a career coach, a publicist, and a life coach because honestly, people come for external reasons. Oh, I want to grow my career. Oh, I need my company, the startup needs to hit more um, you know, viewers or whatever. But half the time, it's really the mentality and the mental work of you have to really own and know your worth. If you don't know that have that foundation, no one else is going to see it or be attracted to you. So part of it's the mindset. Then once we get there, it's like, okay, how do we communicate to others in an authentic way? So you're humbly bragging, but people know this person, someone of worth or value and worth being on my team or worth hiring. Okay. So, so I, the example that I used about myself, uh, right. Like I've already got a, a very defined brand at the time, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to, to, to make the case of what I was trying to do. So, so, so right now, if, if I, I, I chatted yesterday, for example, with a, uh, with a, with a friend who, who was, uh, he's a CPA and he was with a very major brokerage for 30 some years. And then he got downside late last year and then COVID happened. So it's, it's been hard to find a new role. Right. Uh, and, and he's not quite 60, not quite ready to retire. Right. Still has something to, to give to the industry. Doesn't want to retire. Uh, he never thought that he'd be doing another search. Uh, so if, 
somebody like that, if, if they came to, to a conclusion, you know what, I have the, the body of work mm-hmm. and the experience. I just don't know how to, how to market this. I, I wonder if, if becoming a little bit more of a public figure within the insurance accounting space, within the insurance finance space, uh, if that would help. So somebody like, like that, he, he doesn't have a, a good idea of what he wants the brand to be. He just yeah. has a body work to back it up. That's would you like? How would you approach that? Like that? Well, one, I ask, what do you actually want to do? Because what I find people get so I'm mean, grateful. I just want anything. No, no, we don't come just where we come here dreaming. So, what do you actually want to do? Is this what you want your legacy to be? Because my thing is, let's define your legacy and then reverse and engineer how to get there. Okay, now that you established and define how much money you want to make, where you want to be working, what kind of crucial job responsibilities or roles you want to do. Now we think about, okay, what are you bringing to the table? And let's really fully embody that because so many people do so many amazing things, but they don't talk about it. So let's really identify and quantify that. And then we could do the branding strategy. Okay. I tell people you should be speaking. You should be doing thought leadership. You don't have to be an extrovert, but you do have to have some uh, opinion and be an expert in your field. So that's what I encourage people to do, no matter what the personalities show your opinion, show your value, but really be, think about what you actually want to go after. Because I feel like people, especially now they get demoralized or beat up in corporate or whatever, but we should be thinking like, what do we actually want to do and go and pivot towards that? Okay. So yeah, there's a lot of, of career coaching, life coaching here uh, with the added benefit of, of the, the PR side. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, so a very interesting, uh, by the way, the, the way that we ended up having this, this conversation uh, and making a podcast is, is I, I made a video last week, I think it was last week, uh, yeah. about three career coaches I, I recommend. And I mentioned Amy Wanninger as a bonus on that list. She, she's not an active career coach, but some of her stuff is very useful uh, if you're trying to, to reinvent yourself kind of thing. Uh, and, and, and so I, I, I included her as, as kind of a bonus mention. Yeah. And then she, she said, you should do a whole episode on, on Deidre. And I'm, and, and I'm like, huh, I never thought of Deidre as a career coach. I, yeah. I, I know that, that, that she recently <laughs> left her, her last role and, and she, she's doing something on her own, but I didn't, really didn't know what it was. So, so that's why I wanted to have this conversation. So let, let's, I, let, 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 let's, let's talk, as you know, the, the, I, I, okay, so, so you're not specifically focusing this uh, uh the, the, your, your your new company on insurance people right like no. you're open to but the audience my audience is very much insurance people so yeah. one of the beautiful things that you bring from my, from my audience's perspective is you come from insurance you know our world which is a weird world right right so kind of real real quick like like what's the like 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 the five minute career history you're experiencing with insurance my career it's interesting so I've actually worked in corporate for a while. So I worked in public health first and then then into marketing because I like public health, but as people probably know now, a lot of uh, scientists and and doctors don't necessarily know how to market results in a way that people want to take action. Um, For example, making, putting on a mask tantalizing. So I figure if I can help inform you know, the public on how to better help themselves, I'll be better off. So I went to marketing right before I got to insurance and I fell into insurance because I was broke and desperate. And then I ended up finding out that I actually liked it. <laughs> it's, it's real talk. So, what, so what, you're, what you're saying is, is it's real hard to make a living early on in your marketing career. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of yeah. stability because market, it's like the first 
uh, department that gets gutted during hard times right now, all the marketers Training right now. Training and marketing, yeah. Yeah, probably. Again, they, they know. And so I got into insurance because I was second generation insurance professional. My mom was in risk management. So I was aware it was a field, but I had no idea what she did. And mm -hmm. so I became a broker because everyone said, you'd be great at it, Deidre. You're very I'm analytical, but I'm also social. So I was a broker at Aon in March for casualty global risk management accounts. And then I pivoted into diversity because I started um, – well, I didn't notice. I, I experienced discrimination. I experienced situations. And I'm like, I'd rather be a part of the solution than the problem. So I started speaking out about it and getting involved in pro uh, projects and things and opportunities like that. And then I went up working for Business Insurance Diversity Inclusion Institute. Um, I was recruited to work there and had it in which I help insurance companies across the field promote and endorse diversity inclusion that happened up until last um december and then part of the aha moment i had is before this whole racial revolution going on it was a hard time people seeing the value of diversity i had a lot of leaders saying they couldn't find diverse leaders um where can i find diverse talent where are they at i'm like they're all around you state seeing them and more importantly not valuing them so what my aha moment was instead of me trying to fix the companies let me empower the people to show their value give them options and elevate their brands because it's not at this point companies know there's a lack of diversity they just don't care about it so those who do care you're seeing them take action and they're profiting off of that too so for me i'd rather help empower the people through careers through entrepreneurship because i want there to be a diverse c-suite and i'm not just saying just women are just minorities but i want people to feel authentic in these roles and be their true selves and show their value okay um uh, so aon and marsh so the, you, you, on, 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 the, on the broker side, you basically can't, uh, there's no bigger names, right? The, the, so, so, so uh, yeah, you, you had like the, the deep, real insurance experience, even, even at the level I've never had, right? I, I never worked at, a, at, a, at a, one of the, of the brand name brokers. I've always been carrier side. Uh, and, and then the, the, the time that you, that you spent with, with, with the business insurance uh, uh, running the Diversity and Inclusion Institute, uh, that that like from my third party perspective, you were doing just crazy awesome work for them. Like I I I don't even know if if, if it existed before you got there. It, I definitely wasn't on my radar before you got there, and all of a sudden it was everywhere. Uh, and, and I personally went to uh, to the conference in, in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, and I was blown away. I, and, and normally in, in a non-COVID COVID year, I do a <laughs> bunch of conferences a year. And that particular one uh, really was fantastic. And, and I, I know, I know, I know that, that one was, was your baby. Um, that's my baby. And, and I want to just add something because for the context of the PR, so I could be like, what kind of PR, like what is their credibility? Well, before I ended up going to business insurance, I publicly spoke. And after I not only spoke at different events, I spoke at events with celebrities like Barack Obama and Colin Powell. I would do, you know, client training events. I also would be on podcasts like Profiles and Risk um, often to market that. And then I you know, plan the national conference. I had to book over 30 speakers. And on top of that, I would try to, I would find and solicit diverse talent well, and inclusive leaders to be quoted in the magazine. So I know what it takes to be seen as a thought leader. And I also know what it takes to be chosen. So as a woman to watch award um, judge for two years, I know how to write nominations for awards. So that's why I empower clients on how, if you want to be podcast, I can help you. I can do that for you. If you want to get awards, I can help consult that process too. So 
if you want to be that industry leader, I would like to leverage my expertise to help empower that and diversify who is being seen as a leader nowadays. And it can't only be man, it only, can't only be white women. It can't only be people who are fully able-bodied. There's got to be more diverse. It can't always be older people. I love mature people. I know there's ageism out there, but some young people are influencing things. So we got to be more open to what a leader looks like nowadays because leadership is everywhere. That, that um, is so very, very true. And uh, so, so basically for the listeners of the, of the podcast, um, if, if you want to be a Rob Galbraith, if you, if you want to be yeah. a, a Brian Falchuk, if you want to be a, a Tony Kanyas. Uh, Amy Weininger. And Amy Weininger, exactly. If, if you want to be one, one of those voices that, that is having an effect in the insurance industry, uh, you don't have to be C-level. In fact, out of the people I named, Falchuk is the only one that, that was ever C-level. <laughs> Uh, and, and, and uh, Rob and, and, and Amy uh, were, were, were both VP level or AVP level, one of the, somewhere, somewhere in there. I myself have never even been a manager. And, yeah, me neither. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and somehow, by, by sheer luck uh, of my, my, my extroverted personality, my passion for insurance, and the existence of, of social media, I've stumbled my way into into having an effect in, the, in this industry, and, and at times I, I run into it, uh, and I and I see changes, and I, and I get told by by people implementing those changes uh, how I uh, you know motivated them to do those changes or give them the tools they needed, uh, convince them to do those changes, and it's kind of mind blowing. And and the the point is, you can do this too. Uh, now, so you didn't happen to lock into the combination of personality and tech savvy that that myself Rob Galbraith Amy and and Me. Brian ha happen to have been to have right by random luck but you can hire a Deidre to to yeah. uh to to help you do it uh and, right. and I, I think especially within insurance uh maybe in the brokerage community it's a little more common because you're salespeople uh but on the, on the carrier side uh there's this like, like institutional fear of of becoming too visible Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, we're, we're, it's a mindset. Like, absolutely. And, and 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 don't get me wrong. Like 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 I've been in trouble at at, at, at <laughs> right at, at nationwide and and and, and uh, at Liberty when I was at those companies for being for 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 being too visible in ways that 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 I hadn't been hired or trained to to yeah to to do and and I'm not the only one right it, it's happened to many people it but, happened to me. In, 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 in the in the long term it pays right uh, yeah. and so so yeah the, the company you're at right now might be a little too traditional but you make you make enough of a brand for yourself you'll have growth and, and, and you'll be so happy that that just like what you were saying wherever you land not only will it be a better role and a better fit for you you'll be able to be your authentic self because that's why they hired you they hired you for you because <laughs> of of, of uh, amplifying your authentic self into a, a visible public brand, at least within the, uh, the, 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 the insurance industry. So, 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 uh, right. I'll, and this Tony does not know this, but 
I knew Tony was a leader when I first talked to him. So I know if you were back in the days, I don't know if you still do, but say chats with Tony. Tony used to have it work a book, like, I don't know, 15 minutes, 20, 30 minutes with him and have like a networking. Like he would just put, I don't even know what you were doing back then. I know I saw you with the Superman shirt, but you were just kind of new and growing that brand. And I'm like, I got to talk to this guy because I have ambitions and I like his brand. And I'm, you know, and I was still at broker. I was at Marston or something like that. And we talked and yeah, you weren't a manager. Yeah, you weren't C-level. But the fact that he put himself out there, shared his thought leadership, like, that's a leader right there. When I say people can lead at, well, plug to Amy, lead at any level, you can really lead at any level. And so that's when I saw Tony as a leader. I know he's big time now. I know you're big time now. But, like, that's when I was like, man, like, this guy is, he's onto something. And so I teach clients, and not necessarily that, but that's one tool. How do you network with people at all levels? You don't have to be a big wig to do it, but you have to be available and you have to put yourself out there. And, and it, it worked for me. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 and again, it, it goes back to, to there, there was no master plan. If I had set out with a master plan of doing what I, what, I, what I did, it probably wouldn't have worked unless I had, had really good guidance. Uh, but on my own, I, like, like, there was no master strategy to it. I was just kind of following my heart and, and being who I am, just letting myself be who I am. Uh, but I've said it on the podcast many, many times. Uh, I have a dream job right now that I hope to do for the rest of my life. I, I, I don't even want to be promoted to, to like manage my team or anything. <laughs> now, I want the AVP title. I, I, I've told this to my boss a few times. I want the AVP title, uh, but I don't want to be a, be a people leader. It's just, I, I've learned that it's not my thing, but, but the reason I have this job is because of, of, of the visibility I gained. Like literally the CEO of the company, Greg Jacobson, read my book. We started a conversation and he ended up hiring me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, so it directly, I didn't apply for the job. It, 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 I built the brand that made me a perfect match for the job, and, and they found me. Uh, Ditto. That's I, with me, with Adam. Like, I didn't apply for it. He, he, he emailed me, and, and shout out to Adam Potter, like, hey, I saw you speak on stage at Woman to Watch. I like what you said. You, you want to talk about this opportunity? I'm like, doing diversity work? Like, and at the time, like I said, it wasn't as chic as it now. So I'm like, this might hurt my career because some people don't value diversity. But I knew it was my passion and I knew it was my cause. I'm like, let me take this pivot and jump with it. So it's interesting. Like I said, you can lead at any level. You can do anything you want to do. But part of its mindset, you have to really think what's my value, what I want and go after it. Because it's like, I'm kind of getting now more woo-woo as I get older, especially during this pandemic, which is kind of like dog years. I don't know if it's like seven years through one year, but you know, I'm getting 2020 more- has been many years long. Yes. Is it uh, still this year? Yeah, um, exactly. But part of it's manifestation and people think, oh, that's all vision boards. No, it's really defining goals and going after that and put it in the universe through your branding. How do you manifest and attract what you want from the universe? Now, if you out there with a lame LinkedIn profile, not networking. You're not going to put anything out there, but nothingness. So if you want to try, go I, ahead. I call that the State Farm syndrome. And the reason <laughs> I, I call it that is because when State Farm downsized 4,300 people uh, three or four years ago, I yeah. put out a, uh, an article saying, hey, State Farm, uh, State, former State Farmers, we, we can help. Uh, please reach out. Let's chat. And, and what, what I found, I, I had conversations through chat with Tony with, with hundreds of State Farm people. And I found people with CPCUs, with CICs, with, with, with CICs, with CLUs, with CHFCs, with 20 years of State Farm experience uh, and 122 LinkedIn connections or, or like a, a yeah. LinkedIn profile without even a picture. Uh, <laughs> right? and, 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 and just 
they were holding themselves back and now they, they need a, you know, a, a second act for the, for, for the rest of their career. They never thought that they would have to find a job outside of State Farm. So they never worried about building a network outside of State Farm and reality changed underneath their yeah. feet, right? There was, there was, a, there was a, 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 an earthquake on, underneath their feet, yeah. right? You're in California, so you know what I'm talking about. I, I know, um, earthquakes and fires, man. It's a lot going on. <laughs> uh, we haven't had a, a, an earthquake in 2020, I don't think. So uh, we should talk in wood, right? Triple, we're still in knock. earthquake season. 89 happened in October, so don't jinx us. <laughs> earthquake season. Anything can happen at any time. I'm from Costa Rica. Uh, so, so, yeah, I... I I, I have my own traumas with with things. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bring them up, but 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 uh, uh, State Farm syndrome, right? So State, State Farm syndrome, right? And, and and I think it's very common within insurance, right? I, I I'm heads down. I do my work. I do it well, uh, and uh, the company has always rewarded me. Well, it why not? invested right and, and, and you know what you should you should uh what was the saying in, in the book uh uh drill your your well before you before you need it or uh, build your well for, before... for your thirsty <laughs> yeah and and, and I, th I think that that personal branding professional branding is is a a great way to to do that to 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 grow your network and and get your name out there as, as a thought leader in whatever you're passionate about i, I think that there, there's a perception uh especially on the carrier side that I can only talk about what I'm an absolute expert in. Yeah. Right. So, 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 so if, if I'm, if I'm an aviation underwriter, I can only talk about, about, about aviation. I can't talk about anything else. And, and the reality is uh, you don't have to be the world's for, foremost expert to make a difference. Sure. No. And I, and I think also part of it's interesting with clients because I work with, you know, individuals I also um, can work with corporations, do trainings. I've done trainings like that. And I say that because it's a perception. If I help my employee with their personal, personal brand, they're going to leave me. My thing is, are you willing to have bland, not captivating employees at your firm? And so you're going to reject possible clients and prospects. Like to me, it's you're so you're so lack mindset that you're not trying to abundantly attract bigger clients, bigger brands to you. So you don't want to invest in your employees. It's like, you want the B team forever. Like I would with the A team. Like, and so I tell people, it's like, there's value to your brand, your company, because people, especially insurance, they work with people, not necessarily companies, brokers. That's why I wanted to be a broker. So I know if clients love me, they'll follow me. That's just how it is. Like they'll follow the broker. They don't follow the company. As long as you're in the top two, then you're good. If you go to a, another level program, sorry, they're not going to probably follow you. But I say that because that's what it's all about. And also like organizations. I mean, I think about the CPCU, I think about you, Tony, I think of uh, Precious Norman Walton. And I think like, you guys rebranded CPCU as something fun and not stuffy. And, and I mean, I'm just being real. And so as organizations have opportunities, hey, if people, one, I would say, how inclusive is my um, organization? If I look at the demographics at conferences, was it, does it look like America? Yes, no. Are all my attendees over the age of 50? Okay, then maybe I have to think about personal branding for our organization. How is our leaders talking about this in a captivating and interesting way to recruit new to members in our society or whatever? And it's I'm not picking on CPC, but it's a lot of organizations and insurance in the world. Every insurance organization, and I've been to conferences for, for CPCU, for NAMIC, for, for PCI, now at PCIA, for a whole CAS, like, like uh, PIA, PIAA, like a like, big eye, like you David, I, I've probably done the conference, like, like short of, 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 of the, 
Vermont, uh, what, 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 are, what are they called? Captive organization. <laughs> uh, short of that one, I've done most major organizations in insurance. I've either attended or spoken at. So Vermont Captives, if, if, if you guys are listening, right, I'd, I'd love to. Uh, I've never been to Vermont, so I'd love to. Uh, so, so anyway, like I, I, I've done or, or at least attended at least one event for RIMS or just about, just about all, all of them. And yeah, unfortunately, always, it's not, this is not something against any organization, mm -hmm. uh, especially not CPCU, and they're all making efforts, but, but yeah, the, the, the crowd of the conference is always less diverse than the reality of, of the industry. And sadly, the industry is also less diverse than the reality of, of the country, right? Yeah. And, and, and so lots of work but, still But to, there still are a lot of diverse professionals in the industry who are underutilized, under uh, Absolutely. So that's uh, absolutely. Um, and so I would like if I can, I want to also talk about some good stuff. I know this has, this is mostly good, but some client success stories because, yes, awesome. because I know we were talking about the year and, uh, and I said, I'm having a good year. I mean, personally I am, but it's been because I've been seeing clients kill the game, do a good job. Like I've had three of my clients get dream job offers for their dream jobs that actually manifest and say, I want this. And they got it. Even one with the title we even dreamed up together um all either got um title raises or scope or or, or equity or literally 20 percent pay increases during the pandemic as black women and so we talk about pay disparities we talk about gender disparities we talk about no one can get a job right now and i know it's hard i'm not underestimating that but i've seen people do it by focusing defining what's going to make me happy how do i communicate my value and how to connect with people who are actually going to support that but I also have clients who want to, you know, increase their influence in their industry to share the, uh, the value of social emotional learning, how we have to get in touch with our emotions right now during a crisis in the education and business and other world. And also the equity with that. And she's got quoted in New York Times um, because of her influence on LinkedIn. And so I say this because everyone can be a leader. Every expert has an audience waiting for them. So are you waiting to build the audience? We could be building it today by just sharing your, showcasing your value, your expertise and your interests. Like now's the time to really bank on yourself because people are getting dream jobs. People are getting dream features. People are speaking on podcasts and increasing their value and their brand and their influence right now during a pandemic. I, I've had at least one uh, podcast guest and uh, that, that directly got a job because of appearing in, in, in the podcast. And, and what I love about, about her story is that, that she's very young. She's yeah. very, very, very young uh, and uh, very passionate about, about what she does. And, and I, I brought her on, I'll, I'll, I'll link the, the, the podcast uh, in the show notes, but, but basically Miranda, uh, I, I, I met her at, Ga at Gamma. Uh, I thought that the fact that she was both an independent agent and a, uh, and an RMI student at the same time was interesting. And she wow. calls herself a hybrid and she had made kind of a brand of being the, the, the hybrid independent agent slash RMI student. So I brought on the podcast, on the podcast to talk about that. Uh, by the way, if you're, if you're listening, one of the things that, that's, that I'm big into is I don't care about your job title. If, you, if you're in insurance and you have something interesting to say, I'd love to have you. Uh, uh, so I, you don't need a VP title to, to come on the podcast. Uh, so anyway, so, so, so Miranda comes on, on, on the podcast, it goes live. Days later, she gets a call from Westfield Insurance, and they invite her. It was more than invite her. They they ask her uh, to interview for for a flawed sales manager, and openly tell her, "We heard you on the podcast. We'd love to have you." She interviews, gets the job, uh, and like she skipped the she skipped like two levels. Uh, 
by coming on the podcast and, and be passionate, right? And, and uh, again, like myself, she's just natural at it. But if you're not natural at it, this is where we're bringing in a, a, a Deidre to, to whisper on, on your shoulder and help you figure out what you want your brand to be and, and whisper on your shoulder how to make it happen. Uh, it, it pays off. You're muted, by the way. <laughs> There we go. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, because a, a, a microwave was going off, and I'm like, I don't think you want to hear that. You're like, is it a bomb? Is it a microwave? Is it a hot pocket? I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. So, <laughs> bomb or hot pocket sounds like a great game show. First uh, of all, hot pockets are wor they're way worse than bombs. You put that in your mouth when it's boiling hot, you're going to wish it was a bomb. Uh, Anyways, <laughs> um, I would say with that is, and also, I mean, out there, we're a headhunter or executive search firm, like a Jacobson group. We can partner together because what I find is there will be talent out there who have a great background, but they need a little polishing or a little bit of, um, you know, just confidence coaching to, to kill it and get that job. And so I'm not trying to take anyone's job when it's on the career coaching side, although I do, my job is complimentary towards that. And I say that because sometimes people have that great background. They just don't have an elevator pitch or they're too stiff or just some things are not kind of right. So if you're a recruiter out there, like I know a, a, a a talent who needs some help. I'm happy to partner with you to make that happen because I feel like a lot of people have invested so much in their technical skills. They never got the soft skills and undervalued them or never learned or never got the right mentorship to even say, Hey dude, you need to get out the desk and actually go around to the water cooler and have some conversations. Cause that's where your job opportunities are at. They're not on the laptop. They're not online. They're with people who actually know about the jobs. <laughs> I was very, very lucky. My, my, my dad, uh, who is not known for great advice, did say uh, very early on, like, like my very first job out of, out of, out of college, uh, his one piece of advice was, uh, it, it, it's, it's not just getting the job done. It's getting the job done and making sure the right people know how well you're getting the job done. So I've always had that in the back of my mind. Uh, and uh, it, very wise, uh, very wise advice. Uh, given the the, the 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 many bad advice he has given me. In my hey, life, but that, that one, advice, that one advice. That one exactly. That one paid off, though. That would have yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's we're, like five bad piece of advice, one good one. You know, it, I think it, you got exactly. the good one. We're we're, we're good friends. It's it's okay. Uh, so 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 um, so yeah. That, that most people didn't get that piece of advice, right? In fact, uh, what I have found here in the in the U.S. Uh, it's a little odd for me coming from Costa Rica, but here in, in, in the U.S., uh, th there seems to be, and I, I've lived most of my life here in the Midwest, so it could yeah. be a Midwestern thing, but insurance is very heavy in the Midwest, so. Yeah. Right, there so, so, but, but, but I, do, size. I, I, I've definitely seen a, a lot of, of, I was raised to work hard, uh, right, the person work ethic, the Midwestern work ethic, uh, keep my head down, work hard, yeah. keep my head down, right, don't, don't, don't make noise, just yeah. work hard, keep my head down, right? And, and that advice might have been great advice 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. Today, I, I, I really don't think so. I, I, I think that, that you have to, to, to invest in your brand. Right. And I would like layer, like I said, that's one thing is geographic location. Like I said, because I'm from, I'm from California. Uh, I'm from the Bay Area. We're, we're really laid back. And then I also lived in Atlanta where people are very social and every, you live in Atlanta, very social people. It's like, I think about the movie Beauty and the Beast when they're like, bonjour, bonjour. That's like Atlanta, but y'all, y'all, you know. Very, Other hospitality, yeah. Yeah, very much so. But, you know, you layer in like gender and cultural things and all kinds of background. Like, um, for example, I have one client who's from an immigrant background, talked about like culturally, 
she was taught just to be grateful to take just to get the high paying job like passion not something that you know that is a necessary factor in job search and so even going to like let's talk about this and like do you actually want a job that you love also people women telling don't be too braggadocious or people think that you are assertive or whatever and so i say it's layers to this so part of it um we have to deconstruct these concepts in our brain. I know for me, I was told to be grateful. Like you're just, you have a corporate job, be grateful. You shouldn't ask for more. And it's like, well, I want more. Is it, should I feel guilty for wanting more? And so I say for some people individually ask yourself, is this mindset actually benefiting me? Me being quiet, working hard, not talking about this, is that actually benefiting me? If it is cool. If it's not, maybe you should leave it alone because it's not getting you where you want to go. And so it's hard though. I really say, find your support circle. I'm actually um, created a link, uh, a Facebook group to have a social, social circle of people. So we can talk about personal branding, talk about your, your career goals are your business goals. Let's have people support your branding and, and applaud you for actually getting accolades and growing because I find that that's one of the biggest um, barriers. They don't have a network of people in their family, their community to help support them. And so if you don't have that, I'm happy to facilitate that network. So you can feel like I can be supported in my authentic leadership self and brag about in a humble way, what I'm doing to progress my career. If, if you're listening to this podcast, you deserve career growth. And what, what I mean by, by, by that is, is you are not just a uh, corporate ghost. I don't know how to call you. you you're, <laughs> you're not just a, a nine to five, do the bare minimum, get paid and, and leave, right? You, you, don't, you don't think that way. Otherwise, you wouldn't be watching this. You wouldn't have found me, right? Uh, so, so, so you're investing in yourself uh, already in, 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 a, in at least a small way of listening to this podcast. Uh, you deserve to remember. Don't feel guilty about, about that. And, and, if, you, and if, if you do, yeah, like, like work with somebody like Deidre to help you get over that. Yeah, um, that should be a part. If, I mean, part of it, I think it's, you to your point you are worthy that's something i tell and i say it's like my man you are worthy you are worthy of a career investment you are worthy of actually having a job that pays you and fulfills you you are worthy of all this stuff you have to just know that, and own that power that, that is a brutally important concept uh and, and i don't think i've ever heard anybody put it in in, in, a, in such a succinct way you deserve a job that pays you and fulfills <laughs> you and here in insurance Finding a job that pays you is not super hard. No. Finding a job, that, a job that fulfills you, that's trickier, right? That, that's, there's yeah. tons of jobs that are fulfilling, but, but job fulfillment is a lot more of a personality match. Right, right. right? And there's and, so many jobs in insurance, so it's like part of it's also mindset that it's okay to have a lateral pivot. It's not always about up and down. You know what I'm saying? 100%. It's like, so that's the thing too. What are you willing? Cause I was speaking last week at a insurance businesses, women, San Francisco event. And someone asked the question, like, have you ever, have, have you ever had to take a step back to, you know, to grow your career? And I'm like, I never think of anything as a setback. Am I to learn different skills? I can now like, dude, I can edit videos. I can do social media, make viral social media campaigns. I can do diversity co um, consulting. I do personal brand consulting. I can pitch people for public speaking. All these jobs all together made me write who I am today. So nothing's a setback. Nothing else. People perceive my roles as setback because they didn't see the value of my work and I'm not here for them. So those who see my value will see it and really appreciate the work I do. So I'm not here to try to please people with my titles, my roles, whatever. I'm trying to please myself. So my question is like, what are y'all doing to please yourself and have a, build a legacy that you can be proud of for yourself, your future generations and whoever 
really for your eternal self saying, I, I can rest at the end of my life knowing I really fulfilled my passion and I feel happy with that. Love it. And you, you touched on, on, on something that I think is crucial and, and it takes most people uh, until they're well beyond 30 to figure it out. Uh, and I'm, I'm 37 now, I'm going to be 38. But wow, this baby face. The, the, uh, the secret is, is no kids. <laughs> um, yeah, right. That, that's the secret to, to stay. I good. got grays now uh, with the baby. So the, I, I, uh, I, I, I started getting grays back when I was married, and then, yeah. then we, we got divorced, and like most of them went away. <laughs> and that, I, I think with, with, with my girlfriend for seven and a half years, but, yeah. but, but we're very this, happy. This, with, this distance uh, learning has got me more grays with my seven year old. Oh, I'm my, like, I, I oh do. My. Yes, I, I, I I'm I surprised I'm like bald. <laughs> everybody so so anyway you, you touched on something that, that that i figured out very early on just random look random look uh and and this this is not everybody's gonna like you right you you'll have detractors like like there is the the only way to to never be disliked by anyone is to do absolutely nothing ever right so so don't worry about the detractors you're not doing it for them you're doing it for you and those that 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 support you those that cheer you on the, the those that that that, that push you to grow and, and be better and, and be more of who, of who you really want to be. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. And that's the thing. I'm like, I'm not here for haters. I'm here for lovers and supporters of my success. Like if you always spoke, it's the whole mindset and abundance. And I know you're like, what's this woo woo stuff, DJ? Well, woo woo is what's going to get you to the next level. And it's like, who's going to, if I'm focusing on the negative, I'm only going to attract negative because all I can see is limited opportunities. If I focus on there's opportunities over here and I know the ROI investing myself is going to get me there. That's not an expense. That's an investment. These people who are pushing you and giving you critical feedback to improve yourself, they're not haters they're actually supporters so it's part of its mindset and what are you willing to do to really invest and in grow yourself so i'm just really happy i know you tony because i'm like i feel like you've always either pushed me like through your coaching or through just seeing you out there just being your full self and i think for me i've been really blessed to make a lot of insurance friends on the internet who really pushed me and grow and supported me like amy like and like most of y'all i never i i met online first you know, like it's been years. We met for the first time at the conference last year. We had known each other for mm -hmm. years. Yeah, so correct. If you're not open to meet people on the internet and really putting yourself out there, you're missing on a lot of great opportunities. Uh, even if you work at the most toxic small agency in rural Montana or whatever, yeah. like even, even if, if you work in a place that that is ridiculously uh, conservative like like, like I, I had uh, one of the agencies that i visited back, back when i when i was an american modern sales manager uh and this agency was kind of in the central valley of california people think of california as a very liberal place and yeah. <laughs> central valley is like the midwest right and, and, north, and, and, yeah. and, and the north piece uh, the, the 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 state of jefferson it is like montana so anyway this particular uh agency was was in the in the, in the central valley of california and I, I visited them and the agency principal like I sat with him in his office and his desk is set up, set up in such a way that, that he's looking down at you, right? <laughs> like, like it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And right away, like you could tell that like working for this guy would be no fun, right? Like, yeah. like, like he's been doing this forever and, and he runs the agency, like, like it's a stone age mm -hmm. uh, and he doesn't want to hear it, right? Uh, and even if you work for an agency like that one, uh, and you have no support internally among your coworkers, uh, find it elsewhere, right? Find it in, in the insurance nerd Slack channel. Find it in, right. in, in, uh, in, in the, at, at the local big eye. Find it uh, 
find build your net your, your network right find it in, in the insurance pros reddit as a subreddit which i'm not supposed to mention uh in in public uh wait, although, well, we, don't, I, we, we don't talk about fight club it's, it's uh, okay okay number one rule but I, wait, shout out to the insurance nurse slack channel um like i said Thank i'm you. building my community now but i would say they've been riding and dying dying to help support insurance professionals it is such a, a it's, supportive it's place jumping. it's just a jump in I, I will admit i'm not the best with slack i i'm I'm slacking on my Slack, but that was uh, like a uh, hotbed of opportunities of like social interaction. So if you are a Slack person or you're an insurance, um, you know, it, you're interested in passion insurance, you need to join that. Cause I'm telling you right now, they got a lot of great opportunities. Th 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 thank you. And, and especially if you don't have a network, please join the Slack channel. We'll, 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 we'll help you out. Uh, so, so, uh, in the show notes, I, I, I will, we, we've got like three minutes. I need to get yeah. you out on time for your next call. Uh, so in, in, in the show notes, I'll, I'll include uh, Deidre's LinkedIn profile. I'll include uh, your, 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 your Facebook your, community, which is called personal branding for insurance. Sorry, personal branding for industry celebrities. So, I'm so teaching send me, send me a message with that. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to find it. Send me a message. With okay, that. I'll, so I'll, I'll send you that. that. Yeah. And, and that's, and why Facebook? Because it's a good way to event and be inspired without your potential employer seeing it. LinkedIn's a little too hot <laughs> right now. So if you want to be able to have support and share and vent, I like the way you think. tips, let's go to Facebook and take the after party over there. Take the after party. Okay, God, I, I love that. And I'll include the link to, to the to insurance <laughs> Slack, which is insurance Slack. Yeah. Uh, uh, Deidre, you've got like two minutes. A any, any final words for the listeners? Yes, I would say this. Right now, define what success looks like for you. Do not think about your limitations. Think about your opportunities. Really own in on what your worth is. You know, think about that, your value. Find a circle of supporters. Like I said, we told you two different resources right here. There's others out there. Find people going to support your success and uplift you. And then put yourself out there. Brand your expertise. Brand yourself. And get that next opportunity, whether it's a dream client or a dream career, to help you feel fulfilled and know that you are living aligned in your purpose. So that's what I got to say. Beautiful. And, and, and with like the one minute we have left, what, what would you say, and might not be leaving enough time to do this, but what would you say to the Wells Fargo's of the world, that, that, that the companies that regardless of size, that, that think they can't find diverse talent? How, what, how, makes you, how, what, what makes you think you're worthy of us? You say you can't find black talent, but what makes you think you're worthy? First of all, you, <laughs> let's just say that. Like, I'm, I'm glad you can't find us because we don't want you. <laughs> okay what, what what if i'm what, what if i'm ready to change right what if i work for for a really old-fashioned company but but you know the leadership is changing we're bringing a new ceo and he's ready to really jump into the in, into the nma yeah. uh should we give you a That's call yeah, give me a call. I'm also here. If you want to create an inclusive and diverse company to grow your business, I like I said, I don't think about morals. I think if you want to grow your business through inclusion, diversity, and equity, call me. I'm willing to give you tips to actually improve things sustainably and systemically. Beautiful. So, Adidra, thank you so much for your time. Um, I Thank you, Tony. Like, there's really nothing <laughs> left, left to say. Mind drop and high five. It's been a, it's been a good one.